Bobby the Boomer. His mission is to inspire belief, rekindle his clan's fire, to revive the hopes and dreams of his tribe so they will rise up once again. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. Nope. It's Bobby the Boomer. Bobby the Boomer. Hey, Bobby. Bobby boy. Yes, Grandpa. Go fix it the world. Here's Bobby. This is Bobby the Boomer, the Baby Boomer's Butter, coming to you today for another episode of Bobby the Boomer Show. Yeah, today is a kind of windy, overcast type of day. It says on the weather report it's supposed to rain, but it hasn't rained yet. The wind is blowing the trees as I look out my mobile studio window. And the temperature gauge on the old mobile studio is 79 degrees down here at Chattanooga, Tennessee. I am winding up the week. Sorry I didn't get a show out, sir. But this is the fourth attempt at doing this here episode. I did one earlier on. I thought I was getting ahead of the game on during the weekend. I thought I pre-recorded and I went to visit somebody. And I went on roads that I'm not familiar with. So they were kind of bumpy and yucky and whatever. And that messed up the whole thing to where I couldn't edit it and get the sounds out. And then I went ahead and did it two more times. Uh, but I think the other two attempts, I had the first one with the bad, bad road. The road was raging at me. And then the other two, I think I, I turned, come to find out I had computer handheld recorder raging at me. <laughs> yeah, raging at me, not me raging at it. I was getting kind of ticked off because every time I bring it home and put it on my laptop, the wave or sound waves or whatever it was, it didn't look, just didn't look right. And I couldn't distinguish between the noises and the voices or voice, my voice. And so it made for really, really bad quality show. I know that my last episode, Check Your Underwear, if you haven't heard that one, you can go back and listen to that. And while I'm at it, go ahead and subscribe to Bobby the Boomer. That way, every time a new show comes out, you will be notified and you won't miss a one. Not even one. So we got that all all out of the way early on. But anyhow, last episode I did wasn't so great either, and so I apologize for that. But I guess being that I work on equipment and stuff, there's possibility of two things that happen, and I didn't want to give up because I want to do this episode on No Road Rage here, because I got a good reason why we, and I mean me too, shouldn't do Road Rage anymore. And, but, before I get there, I didn't want to give up, and I I figured out two things that happened to my handheld recorder. Uh, there is a thing called a battery. <laughs> Imagine that. And when the battery runs down enough, come to find out on this here handheld recorder, much like a lot of the equipment I work on in the hospital, when the battery goes low, things just start getting wonky and weird. And equipment don't work the way it's supposed to when it doesn't have enough energy or battery power. And not only did the sound quality get real bad and the waves get all more wavy than they were. <laughs> 
Yeah, not only that, but it changed the settings that I had on the handheld. And I had found out if uh, you all have been with me long enough for that. I thank you if you have. If you remember, I was talking about technical difficulties. And if you haven't heard that one, you can go back to the show notes, find it, scroll down till you find technical difficulties. And what happened with that is my original handheld broke. Just it served me well for many years and it died. So I started using the one I'm talking to you on right now. And I had to figure out the settings because I was new to me. So I didn't know how to set it. If you don't set it just right, you get pretty poor quality. <laughs> so I had uh, looked at it and I looked at the handheld after the battery went almost completely dead. And I changed them out, charged them up, changed it out. And then I looked at the settings and said wait a minute this don't look like it was looking before the batteries went low so i had to go find the handy dandy instructions yeah i've gotten old enough to where now i read the instructions they say men don't read the instructions well most don't and i learned with all the way things are going especially since i fixed pretty important equipment it's kind of important to read the instructions and get it just right and since i want to have this sounding just right i figured i'd go look up the directions and get it straightened out. I'm hoping if you're listening to it right now, then that means it worked when I got home and I was able to edit it and get it out to you. So on to the topic of the day, and that is no road rage here. Why do I say no road rage here? Well, I'm going to tell you. I used to do road rage. I used to get angry. I didn't like jump out of my car and beat on people's hoods and act a fool in that sense. I just did foolish things like yelled and screamed at people, even though they couldn't hear what I was saying. I was giving them a what for and how to and a that's that and all that there stuff. And sometimes I I would even let them know I thought they were number one. Did you ever do that, baby boomers? You know, uh, we used to call it giving somebody the bird. And I used to explain it as, well, I just want to let them know that I think they're number one. <laughs> but that really wasn't it. Tell you why I stopped doing the road rage on that one. And that was because when I got a little bit into my beliefs, religious beliefs, and I came back to the Lord. I used to do the finger when I was BC. <laughs> and every once in a while, oh, the old man does come up out of the water. He revives for a little bit till I can push him on back down there. And uh, we can get our proper conversion going. Yeah. So what happened was... One time I was driving along, somebody ticked me off, and I just I decided to let them know I thought they were number one. Yep, gave them the bird. And in my morning Bible study, I had just been studying about how Jesus said, if you do this to the least of these, you do it to me. And I didn't think a whole lot of that guy. I thought he was pretty least. <laughs> and then I thought, oh, wait a minute. I just gave Jesus the finger. And that kind of convicted me. And I thought, well, that, that wasn't right. So I, that made me not do the road rage and let them know their number one deal. But I want to tell you a more important reason why you don't want to do the road rage. Now, things are getting kind of crazy these days. A little crazy than they used to be having it, baby boomers, since we had the COVID and people on edge and prices are going up. It seems like the world's going to you know where in a hand basket. What is it? H-E double hockey sticks. Yeah, in a hand basket. And uh, things are just getting crazier. People are getting crazier all the time. So, why should you not 
give uh, the finger or why should you not give road rage even if you you know you race people to the red light or you cut them off that's what crazy folks crazy folks doing that all the time these days well why don't we want to do that well I'll tell you why because i've been reading and uh, other places i've been uh, especially coming out of big cities people do they don't like when you cut them off and race them to the red light they'll shoot you so Road rage, we don't want to precipitate or encourage or exasperate or escalate a somewhat frustrating and not really good or happy situation. We don't want to make it worse ourselves. Now, if somebody is mad at you because you're not going fast enough, you're not getting out of their way or whatever, yeah, that that's, you just got to be careful. But if somebody does something to you, you don't want to go on and get all exasperated or exasperated. You don't want to get all ticked off and start getting that road rage building up because you just might make somebody a little more angry than they need to be. And if they're packing, the reason why I decided to do this episode and the title came to mind because I was driving along about a week or so ago and I had been thinking about different titles. One of the titles was Let It Flow and I was talking about having a whole bunch of ideas coming out of your, your head and all of a sudden you have all these wonderful ideas and you got to write them down. You can go back and listen to that too if you want to. It's in the show notes. Anyhow, so I was thinking about stuff and somebody did something that I just didn't like. And that old man started rising up and started getting it ticked off and I started thinking, hmm, I don't like what this person's doing. And I was going to take my little finger, you know how your mama and she'd get mad at you, she'd shake her little finger at you, and she'd say, you didn't do right, or well, that wasn't good what you did, and then she'd give you the what for and how to and all that there stuff, yeah, well, I decided I was gonna not give the middle finger, but give the pointing finger, pointed at that person who was ticking me off, and I was gonna point at him and wave my little finger at him as I pointed to him and give him that look, like you ain't doing right, and I don't like it, but as I was taking my hand off, the steering wheel and point my finger out getting ready to point it at this here fella i heard that still small voice i don't know if you've ever heard still small voice but see my daddy my physical daddy when he was angry he would yell and he was loud and he was scary but when the lord talks to me and his corrective voice it's always soft but it's very powerful more powerful than anything i've ever heard and it does convict you if you're doing wrong so i got my finger cocked and loaded and ready to go and all of a sudden i heard that still small voice said you may be pointing your finger at this guy and you got a finger but he might got a gun and your finger ain't loaded so what you gonna do robert and i said lord i think i'll just put my hand right back on the steering wheel and i'll put my finger right back in the holster and i will calm down and not run that loop you ever run that loop but somebody did something to you and you just keep going over it and over it and over it it just makes you every time you, you think you've calm down you think about what somebody did or said or whatever or you, you, maybe something you did yourself and then you just 
you get all mad again. Well, uh, here's some advice. Don't have no road rage going. You got to keep calm so that you don't escalate it, like I said. You don't provoke somebody. But you can do things like when somebody does you wrong, you can think of things like, hmm, well, maybe they came over on into my lane, not because they think they're in a NASCAR and they don't know what a lane is. Maybe it's an older person, or maybe it's somebody sick, or maybe they're on their way. They got somebody that's sick in their family. Something going on that I don't understand. There's always something more to the story than we know about other folks that would cause us not to have the whole story. And if we don't have the whole story, we might not know. Oh, yeah, sometimes people are just jerks and they they drive stupid. (laughs) But even that, you can do the old Southern hospitality. You go, well, bless his little stupid heart. You don't say that to him. Put it in shade hit. And maybe it's not so nice to say that. Just bless his heart and mean it. And then... Think about a happy thought, some happy place. Calm yourself down, because in the scheme of things, if you didn't get an accident, you didn't get hurt, if they want to race you to the red light or want to cut in front of you so they can go a little faster, what I found out sometimes when you end up in the same place, you get there just about the same time. Just let them go. What I think about on the highway, when somebody cuts me off and speeds ahead of me, I just look at them and say, well, God bless you, you can have my ticket. But anyhow, you just got to think happy thoughts and not work yourself up. Because tell the truth, uh, I was angry for a lot of years. And all it did was burn me out, waste a lot of energy. The person that drives all silly and stuff, whatever they did, most of the time, they, they could care less. They're not worried about how you feel and if you liked what they did or didn't do. They just do whatever they do. So don't worry about it. They're going to sleep good, probably. So why should you lose sleep? Why should you lose energy? And why should you lose years and make your hair gray or fall out from thinking about something you can't do nothing about. You can't change them, but you can change your attitude to something nice. And if you were like me and you did do the road rage and stuff, well, we don't want to do no road rage. No road rage here. Let's take that attitude, and I'm trying to give you some good advice because number one, it'll be good for you and your health and your mind if you don't get all worked up and angry. And number two, it'll be good for you just in case somebody's packing a pistol or something, a knife or a big old baseball bat or who knows, but they might just be having a bad hair day and you just gonna mess with them enough to where they're gonna take it out on you. And Bobby doesn't want that to happen to you and I hope you don't want that to happen to you either enough to where you would consider what I said. And so that's what I have for you today. I hope you will consider what I had to say. hope you enjoyed my little story. Maybe I made you chuckle a little bit. I hope you had a little bit to consider so that we can calm down and we can apply those calming methods not just to driving but to our day-to-day life and i hope that helped you i hope you do come back for the next episode of bobby the boomer and until then i will just say goodbye and god bless